this show's not bad, but it's not so great. It's me. Hello and welcome to episode one of A Mediocre Podcast. I am your host, Nick Kerr, and yes, you heard that right, Mediocre is back. Back from the dead. Did you miss us? Did you miss us? Did you even know we were gone? Did you even know we existed in the first place? Huh? Either way, we are here and I'm not fucking leaving! That's a reference for you movie fans out there. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we went away for a little bit. Uh, we decided to take a breather, grow as people, and come back when we were ready to conquer this the right way. And you know what? We're ready. We're fucking ready. The problem before, the problem with our Instagram Live version of this show was that... I kind of crumble under the pressure of having, you know, six people watch me live. And here's the thing. I don't want you guys to watch me crumble unless I'm making a crumble. And I never was and I never really want to. Honestly, not a big fan of crumbles. Sorry, crumbles. You're not for me. Uh, but yeah, also, I felt like it was becoming, uh, well, it started as, it started as uh, just a binge drinking fest with uh with me and Ian and we ended up feeling really bad about ourselves and that was not the goal of mediocre the goal of mediocre is to talk about food to make some food and to learn a little bit about each other in the process and that was not what we did so we're refocusing and we're going to try and focus on our original uh, reason for starting this. And the way we're going to do that is we're going to break down mediocre into three different parts. Now, part one is a mediocre podcast. It's this right here. This is one third of what mediocre is going to be. On the podcast, I will be hosting every week, obviously, and I'll be talking to a guest. And that guest can be pretty much anyone. Uh, And by anyone, I mean anyone willing to talk to me. Uh, And that is a very small amount of people. People do not like me for various reasons. They're all valid. Uh, But I will try and convince people to come on and talk to me. And we're going to talk about food. You know, the current state of food. Their history uh, as it pertains to food. And we're going to end up talking about uh, one particular dish that means a lot to them. Uh, they're going to tell me the origin of that dish, uh, what goes into that dish, and ultimately they're going to tell me how to make that dish. Uh, and after uh, they tell me that, I am going to go ahead and make the dish. Uh, and I will do that off camera because I can't really uh, say for certain how long these dishes are going to make. And I don't want to make a YouTube type fucking shit where I'm just like, oh, this is how you make it. Well, watch me cook. Uh, Obviously, I did the watch me cook thing, but that was cool because that was live. All the pre-recorded bullshit. I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm staying away from that. I'm staying away from YouTube. You heard it here. I'm never fucking going on YouTube. If you see me on YouTube down the line, 
bring this back up and say, Nick, you said you never fucking would. I'm never fucking going on YouTube. I'm not going to be one of those guys who's like, oh, what up, YouTube? Not me. Sorry, I really do love YouTube, but I'm not going to be a YouTuber. Uh, but yeah, back to what I was saying. I will cook it off camera and I will be, you know, I'll take pictures. I'll, I'll record some certain things, but I'm not going to be making videos of it. However, part two of mediocre is going to be a mediocre mukbang. So yeah, there's going to be a, a video element and that video is going to be on Instagram live. I am going to embrace the first format that we tried and I am uh, going to be on there eating the dish in front of all of my adoring fans and I will have my guest on there with me and we will talk about the process of making the dish, a little bit more about the dish and uh, we'll uh, hopefully enjoy the food if it is good and you know what, I'm making it so you know it's going to be good baby. Mm. Mwah! That's a chef's kiss right there. Uh, part three, kind of why I really want to do this and kind of the most important element for me uh, is going to be what I'm calling right now a mediocre cookbook. Uh, it's not obviously going to be a cookbook. For now, I'm just going to make posts on Instagram that have you know pictures of the cooking process and uh, descriptions of how I made it. But down the line, I might, you know, compile all of them and put it, put it online somewhere or, uh, or just throw them all away, you know? Who knows? But that's kind of uh, the three phases of what Mediocre is going to be. Uh, Fridays at 10 a.m., the podcast will drop. Saturdays at 5.30 p.m., uh, the Mediocre Mukbang will begin. And sometime on Sunday, I'm not going to say a fucking time, there's going to be a post with the recipe as part of uh, a mediocre cookbook. And I know what you're thinking, Nick, it's Sunday right now. Why are you doing a podcast? You're already off schedule. I fucking know I am, all right? This is the first episode. This is a secret drop, baby. You know, no press. I'm just going straight to the people, telling the people what I got. It's not much. I hope you enjoy it, though. But yes, mediocre has changed. I think for the better. Some will say for the worse. Some will say not at all. Uh, but yeah, we're still going to have some of the elements that made uh, our live show fun for us. There will still be some appearances by Pierre the Puppet. Uh, really cool guy. Uh, kind of a dick, but you know, you get used to it. And also, we're going to have some original music from Ian Lau, which I'm really excited about. Uh, and speaking of original music from Ian, he actually wrote a song. Uh, we were supposed to have an Easter show. I was not able to do the show because I got called into work. That was another issue with the live format is that scheduling was a big concern. Um... So I wanted to share that with you as being our first song and it's kind of appropriate because it was for our Easter show and you know we died for however long we died and now we're reborn so this is a perfect segue into uh, the new era of mediocre. So ladies and gentlemen 
Please enjoy Lamb of God. Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm preaching to you all today because I think we have strayed too far from our Lord's life. And it's because the scriptures and the readings we have, they're all wrong. Jesus Christ was no man. The king of the Jews was no ruler. The Lamb of God was truly a lamb. Oh, Lamb of God, I was such a fool. Nothing but the hits, and that definitely was a hit. Uh, not as good as Cigarette in My Soup, though. That one will always be number one for me, but still uh, very good. My thanks to Ian once more. Ian, you are the heart and soul of this show, and don't let anyone tell you differently. Uh, but anyway, we're moving on to our first ever guests here on a mediocre podcast and it is none other than yours truly it's me it's it's nick kerr uh sorry sorry if you're expecting you know someone fucking famous insert name here what jude law is he still relevant i don't i honestly don't know why he popped into my head first i think if i being honest i'm thinking the holiday popped into my head i don't know why that movie also now Jack Black's in my head. I Stop! Get out of my head! I shouldn't be screaming this late. Uh, but anyway. It's me. And uh, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit more about me. You know, get to know you guys a little bit more. Uh, well, actually, I'm not really getting to know you guys. You guys are just going to listen. You guys can't respond. I mean, you can respond. You guys can definitely respond. Uh, pretend I'm there. Fill the void. Whatever. I am not. I am in your phone. Oh, well, I'm not in your phone. I am I am wherever I am where I, I I can't guarantee my location. I wouldn't give it to you anyway. Uh so stop asking. Anyway, I'm very far off track here. Uh a little bit about me. Uh I'm just a guy who likes food uh a lot. My history uh, surrounding food is, uh, well, my dad was a chef for basically my entire childhood and really up until recently. 
Uh, and he still still works with food because he, he can't stop. That's his whole fucking life. Um, so that was a, a big uh, determining factor into what my interests were going to be. But it wasn't until uh, I started working at a place called 32 East that I really started this new fascination and obsession, really, with food. Uh, I started working there when I was 19 after I had somewhat dropped out of college. Like, I went to college, and my first semester, I got four Fs and a C, which equals a .4 GPA, for those of you wondering, which is not good. It's so close to 4.0. If you're dyslexic, you know, you might think that I was, like, doing great. But uh, if you're not, you fucking know I was doing terrible. And so I, I did another semester, did a little bit better, but I lost all my financial aid, and I had to move back home and get a job and so i decided to uh, work as a food runner at a place called 32 east and it was such a talented group of guys in the kitchen uh led by an amazing chef named nick morfogan and i eventually asked if i could work in the kitchen i worked there for free uh for like i think it was five ships that i did in full like 10 hour days just for free because I had nothing else going on anyway. And I was just, I just really loved being around the food and, and cooking it and having anything to do with it. It just felt fucking cool. Um, but then I actually, you know, I got paid for it and then I moved to California. I worked for my dad at, at some of his restaurants and it, that was really cool. And then I moved back. And I started working at 32 Weeks under a new chef, uh, Chef John Thomas. And it, it was all really cool experiences. I loved being a cook, but I always felt like a fraud because I I don't view myself as being able to cook. I don't have, I don't think I have a chef's mind uh, or even a cook's mind because I, I overthink everything I do. And for every cook, every really good cook I know, it's second nature. You just react. Because if you have like a bunch of orders coming at the same time, you just have to do. And every time, I, if I was in that situation, I I overthought it and I, I would kind of, you know, crumble again under pressure. But I, so, so yeah, I, I stopped that, but I've always, I've always loved it. I've always dined at all these different restaurants because I just want to try more and consume as much as I can and... Eventually, I went back to school. I got my degree in, in writing and rhetoric, and I focused on uh, the rhetoric of cooking and basically why we cook and the emotion and everything that goes into cooking. That was kind of my my thesis. So, uh, yeah, and then after that, I, I moved to L.A. I worked at Whole Foods, still do. And now there's a fucking pandemic. So that is my history up till now. And now we're going to talk about the dish. The dish that I will be cooking. The first entry into a mediocre cookbook. Uh, and by when I say we we're going to talk about, I mean me. You know, I mean I. Uh, there's really no we in this but i like to make it seem like there's a team around here but it's really just me uh, in my car 
at night uh, staring at people who look suspicious. But I guess I kind of look suspicious. Um, I'm only saying this because I'm watching a guy be suspicious. And the other day, my car was like broken into. It wasn't really broken into. Like, I, I think I left my doors unlocked. But I, I came to go to work and like my door was like ajar. And I was like, I did not leave it like this. And then I saw that everything that was in my glove box was on my uh, passenger seat. And I was like, oh, I definitely did not do that. Unless I got drunk and was like, oh, where, where is my registration? Um, no, I, I, I didn't do that. But uh, yeah, it was a little weird. And I, 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 I wasn't like, I wasn't upset. It was a weird thing of just being like, ah, really? I mean, there was nothing to take. And I kind of also felt worse is because like I had mints. Like that was like the most valuable thing I had was mints and they were like dude you can you can just keep that keep your mints there's nothing here i want so i kind of respected that and uh anyway i'm sure that's not the guy over there doing whatever he's doing this late at night anyway yes we're gonna talk about the dish and my dish is a dish that i have eaten many times in my life it is a very important dish to me is also a dish that I really don't know the recipe. Uh, I've I've seen it been made before. I but I really I didn't care. I I cared, but I didn't make a mental note of how to make it. It's written down all over the place. But I kind of want to do it my way. I want to put my own spin on a dish that does mean a lot to me. Um, and that's kind of something I I intend to do with a lot of these. These dishes that I'm gonna hear about, I, I wanna try and and then do my interpretation of it. I'm gonna try, and that's kind of a, a gray area. And I want you guys to help me if you think I should, or if you think I should just make it true to form, uh, because there's a huge issue of just like cultural appropriation amongst like different chefs and everything using ingredients that they shouldn't. Like this is like a bullshit. I don't think that's a thing. I think you can just use whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Cooking, I think, is truly a choose-your-own-adventure type thing. And I always choose to to switch things up a little bit. But I also uh, respect, you know, culture and tradition. So I don't want to, you know, overstep, you know, my, my whatever, whatever you overstep with. But uh, I know what you step with feet, but whatever the, the phrase you overstep your your bounds, is that the thing? And yeah, whatever. Uh, point is, I am very scared to offend anyone. So if I am making your dish and you say, Nick, just make that shit as is. Don't don't nick it, you know? I'm using my my name as a verb now. Don't nick it, which is just to uh to make it in my style it's not really an exciting verb but uh yes this dish is a dish i had every okay it's not even a real dish it's a component of a dish uh it's it's a christmas tradition on my mom's side of the family we have lasagna no i'm not making lasagna because i don't like lasagna fun fact about me fucking hate lasagna Uh, i don't want a pasta cake I think it's weird. Uh, it's very unsettling for me. I don't like the, the the layers of it. It 
I, I don't I don't get why that's a thing that people just like, oh fuck yeah, lasagna. Woo! No. No. And my family makes it every year and sure, good for them. But the best part about the lasagna is my mom mom's sauce. And I don't know really the history of my mom mom's sauce. And I'm sorry that I don't. I should ask more questions. But that's for another time. I'm sure I'm going to get a lecture about the sauce after my mom or someone hears this. But I know it is my mom mom's recipe. My mom mom is my mom's mom. I don't know who came up with that name for her. I don't, that doesn't sound like a normal name. Uh, my mom mom and my pop pop. Pop pop is an Italian way of saying, you know, like grandpa. Uh, mom mom is just our weird way of saying uh, grandma, you know, uh, just to be repetition. Repetition is very important with kids. So it's probably like, you know, one of my cousins or whatever was like, pop pop, mom mom, you know, say everything twice. Because uh, once just isn't enough. But yes, my mom, mom, who passed away, I think around 20 years now, um, she lives on through this amazing sauce and a bunch of other recipes that that she had that we all still cook at various times of the year. But this one is every single year, Christmas, we're making red sauce and then we're going to make lasagna that is going to be shit. But the red sauce is the star of the show. I think it should be every single year. And I'm going to make that. Uh, because it means a lot to me. And, and the difference between my mom's red sauce and a typical red sauce, I don't know if it's all that different, really. It could just be special because of uh, my own relationship to it. But it, it is just a sauce, you know, with, you know, t- obviously tomatoes and all the, the normal shit, you know. But we, we cook our meats in the sauce you know so it becomes kind of it flavors the sauce it's really really good there's going to be a recipe i'm going to cook it um i hope there's not going to be a mediocre mukbang i'm going to enjoy this all on my own i'm sorry but since there's not a guest I, i i feel very uncomfortable just eating alone uh i mean i eat alone all the time I'm a lonely person, but I, I alone while you guys uh, are watching me or like three people are watching me, it, it's just a weird thing for me. And I don't feel comfortable with that. So I'm going to just make it and have it because it's delicious. Uh, I'll take pictures of the whole process and I'll post the recipe and the step-by-step directions uh, later today, uh, which is Sunday. And uh, hopefully... It's good. I don't know. I know my family is going to be pissed because it's not going to be exactly like my mom mom's sauce. But it is my interpretation of it. It's kind of my memory of it. And I uh, I hope I hope it's good and I hope you really enjoy it. So yes, my mom mom's sauce will be made. All right, so next week on the show, we are going to have our first ever real guest. And it will be a very special guest. Everyone's a special guest. I'm going to say that every single time. But this one, I am contractually obligated to say that she is a special guest because I came out of her vagina. And it's none of the girls I slept with. So it must be my mom. Yes, my mom will be on the show. Vicky Santos Spirito. She will be on the show for our special Mother's Day edition of A Mediocre Podcast. 
Uh, very excited to talk to her. She's not so excited, uh, but I'm sure she will bring her A game. So yes, look forward to that next Friday. And uh, closing note, just uh, something a little not personal, but personal, I guess, to LA and the situation that's happening right now, which is uh, obviously uh, COVID-19, in case you don't know. Um, it's really put a strain on the restaurant industry. No more than a strain. It's kind of crippled it. And, uh, this past week, two, uh, two amazing restaurants that I know of, uh, Bon Temps and Auburn, uh, have closed. I went to both of them in early April for takeout, uh, but they have permanently closed as of, uh, this past week which fucking sucks. Uh, so if, if you have the means, I really do encourage you to try and, and eat out, uh, support your local restaurants. They, they're very safe people. It's very safe to get food from, from restaurants. Trust me. Uh, if you can, please, please do. It would mean a lot to me and it mean a lot to them and it means a lot to whatever community that you're in so uh consider supporting them but for now ladies and gentlemen i am going to go inside and go to sleep thank you for listening if you made it this far goodbye to you see you next week that's our show it's time to go Wasn't that a lot of fun? The food was great Your company too We hope to see you again soon For another mediocre time For another